Hey everybody, welcome to I Disagree. I am your host Jordan Coburn. And I'm Steve Shustick. Hello. Hello everybody. Welcome to another week in hell. Uh, We are going to be covering for our main event, uh, Defund the Police stuff. We're going to circle back and have a deeper conversation about that towards the end of the show. And um, before that, Steve, how how's your week been, buddy? Uh, pretty uneventful, you know. I haven't uh, haven't gotten into any serious trouble, so I guess I'm doing good. How about you? Nice, interesting metric for a man I consider <laughs> to be pretty square. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> a lot has changed in my life. I, I used to be a I used to be a bad egg, but now I'm a good egg. Interesting. Mm. We never talked about that on air, huh? What my bad ed- eggedness? Bad bad eggedness. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went, I've I've uh I've been arrested multiple times. I've, I've, Ooh, I've certainly Steve been incarcerated. Uh, yeah, I've been in the back of a lot of cop cars. I've uh. What's funny is, like uh. I, I mean, I know I'm white everywhere. I've lived, but I'll definitely say <laughs> I thought you meant physically you're white everywhere. <laughs> but I'll definitely say the San Diego Police Department has given me almost no problems since I've lived here. And again, I know I'm white, but I was white when I was in Honolulu and I was white when I was in Macon, Georgia, and they still fucked with me then. So I don't know if San Diego has a better police department or if I've just less of a troublemaker now or what. I don't know, but yeah. I used to get in trouble all the time. Yeah, well, I mean, I imagine you were doing different things back then than you do now. Yeah, I, I'm definitely not selling drugs <laughs> or, or just randomly cussing out police. I used to were do you that doing too. that before? Oh, all the time. Like I, I would interject when I'd saw I'd see police fucking with somebody else, and I'd go be like, "Fuck you, copper! Fuck you! Blah! You can't!" Blah, blah. And next thing I know, I'm handcuffed in the back of a cop car, you know. And wow. it's like, "Oh, these fucking pigs!" And now I'm a little bit older. I'm like, "Well, well." <laughs> I mean, fuck that, dude. There's no law that says you can't talk shit to a cop that's being an asshole. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> what do they? It's all the du- uh, disorderly conduct. Like uh, I think we that's talked the about most this general on- fucking yeah, thing. We talked about this. The- con- we, we talked about that on the Mike Friedman episode. That's the that's the catch-all charge when you they don't really have anything on you, but you're just kind of generally being a dick. Then, right. then they stick you with disorderly conduct. I've gotten a lot of those. Yeah, not, exactly. not since I've been an adult, though. I used to catch them all the time when I was in high school. Ugh, so fucking dumb. But yeah, that is definitely some white shit to uh, yell at a cop for treating someone badly and then <laughs> get arrested, have the whole situation go relatively all right, I imagine. And then, I mean, they they certainly, I mean, they they certainly roughed me up a little bit. Yeah. Did they? Yeah, not nothing like nothing that would show, you know, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about on the surface of your heart? Does it oh, show there? It, permanently scarred. Tragic. <laughs> and I remember when I was in Hawaii too. Like uh, my neighbors used to call the police on us all the time, just for nothing, just because they were assholes. Because like we, like a lot of my roommates, we worked in the restaurant in- industry or the bar industry, so we'd come home at like two o'clock in the morning, and just us walking up the steps and saying hello was enough to enrage my neighbor and have her send the cops. And one time I had a couple friends over and uh, we weren't even doing anything. We're just like hanging out in the living room, like smoking weed or whatever, just having normal conversations. Police show up, knock on the door. I open it. They bust in and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You ain't got a warrant. What are you doing in my house? And they had this whole, we heard noises that people were screaming in here. So we thought that there was somebody was in danger, which, wow. okay, on its surface, fine. But now that you're in here and you've looked around and you see that's not the case, why are you still in my fucking living room? Also, how is that not breaking and entering if you don't have a warrant to do that? Does that is that probable cause enough that you just heard people making loud sounds in their own house? That's what I'm saying. That's that's some bullshit. Yeah. That is some bullshit. But then it's like to actually fight that, what would you have to do? You'd have to get representation from someone that's like gonna say you you what you're gonna sue the police department for emotionally traumatizing you or something. Yeah, I, I mean. Know. At the end of the day, since, I mean, they didn't do anything. They didn't arrest anybody or press any charges or write any tickets. So, I mean, I guess I could have, like, filed a complaint somewhere. But at that point, yeah. I don't know. You know? Right. I, I, there's I, just no, there's no, uh, at least as far as I can think of, back in the Vegas days where I got arrested and then 
in San Diego. I can't think of any clear way to report that conduct with any sort of hope of it going anywhere. Right. You, you like I got, I got their badge numbers, but I was drunk and I don't know what I did with them the next day. <laughs> Give me your badge number. Get out of my house. This is a violation yeah. of my Fourth Amendment. You accidentally <laughs> ate it as it fell onto a nacho or something. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, we have to acknowledge the very privileged tone of our arresting conversations because right. it's like we have to. Well, sorry, I'll use I statements, I guess. I am able to sit here and make jokes about that shit because nothing super, super bad happened to me or to you, you know, like, but when I was in jail, there was shit that I saw all around me that was fucking horrifying outside of the fact that they made me spend a night in jail for not paying a speeding ticket, which just seems a bit over the top, (laughs) if you ask me, but whatever, but just on the topic of like you know what happens if you even complain i remember when they were processing us all they required everybody to get a tb test like right there on the spot and i was looking around and it was just you know it just creates that weird like bubble thing on your arm and it's just i don't know just this image of like this fucking person coming around and sticking needles in everybody's arms because i didn't pay a speeding ticket it was like what the fuck and i told them i was like i'm not gonna do this like do i have to do this what the hell is this Uh and they're like yeah you have to do this i'm like okay well what if i say no like what if i don't want to do it and they were like well we're gonna have to put you in solitary confinement then otherwise we're not allowed to put you with other people Mm -hmm. i was like all right fine i guess did they did they strip you down and spray your uh your genitals and your armpits with a uh, I don't even know what the shit's called it looks like like aerosol but it's it's for like lice no oh, they yeah. did that to you yeah that was like standard protocol oh my god <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean again it's like them just imposing shit on people that you get no access to information to make an autonomous decision for yourself if that's like a risk that you know you're willing to take there's there's nothing like that it's they just what if you were fucking allergic to the chemicals or something they were just gonna do it and hope you didn't have a reaction well i I don't i don't know what they would do in that case if you're like i have an allergy to that maybe they have i don't know (laughs) how would you know i have i have an allergy how would you know lice stuff (laughs) how would you know (laughs) I'm, I'm allergic to eggs and pube spray. Yeah, pube spray. I used to have to wear this really embarrassing bracelet about it as a kid. Exactly. <laughs> pube spray. Old pube spray over there. Stay away from him. Everyone's got to leave their pube spray at home because of Steve. But <laughs> I feel like um, when I when I bitched about that to this woman who was doing the mental eval so like did they do that for you they ask you you know all these constitution questions basically like are you depressed are you anxious have you ever attempted suicide like stuff like that it was so long ago i don't remember but probably yeah yeah i remember they they sit you down basically just to assess the psychological risk that you are to those around you and yourself potentially i imagine is why they're doing that and then that's also when they ask you like what medications you're on and you know all of that shit and when i was talking to this woman i was like i took i took any opportunity that i had to bitch basically Uh like anytime another human was in front of me that worked there i was just like this is really fucked up guys this is i gotta tell you i gotta let me let me tell you something this has not been a positive experience and i'm sure they were all ears they're like let let me let me direct you to our hr department i'll be happy to help young lady right (laughs) And that's what this this lady gave me this attitude when I I talked to her. I was like, "Hey, this is this is like unacceptable." Like I got hella preachy about it. I was like, "This is fucking unacceptable." Like the things I've seen in here because I didn't pay a fucking speeding ticket. You're uh-huh. treating everybody like they're guilty of murder, and this is like fucking awful. And I've seen people say you're not giving them the meds they need, and they have like seizures and shit. Like one girl had seizures. 
And like in the middle of the drunk tank that people were staying in there for days and days and days at a time without getting processed into their own cell, there was this one chick who had seizures. She was like, I need this medication, but they won't give it to me because it has a high like addictive, you know, potential or something, I guess. So it's just like probably similarly to how they're not like doling out Xanax in prison or whatever. Like if you had like a anxiety disorder or something, or at least that's the argument that they were trying to make maybe. That's best case scenario. Worst case scenario, they were just like, fuck this girl. We're not giving her the medicine she needs. But because they wouldn't give her the meds that she needs, she was having seizures in front of everybody in the drunk tank. And no one even came in to help her. There was like a group of women just around her trying to help her as she's having a seizure. So anyway, I was like fucking telling this asshole how shitty everything was. And then she was like, well... I guess maybe next time you'll pay the ticket. <laughs> I was like, bitch! And you're like, first of all, you're right, but that's beside the point. No, I was like, <laughs> no, that is not the lesson I'm learning here. The only lesson I'm learning here is how fucked this whole system is and how broken it is, and it needs to all be burnt down. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, so fucking... Yeah, they have I will, zero... I will say a lot of people do run scams in there too, so they're probably pretty wary of that. Because I know I got so many stories from the inside. You want to hear about the time? You want to hear the time I helped my cellmate escape? Yes. How have I not heard that story before? So I must have been like 16 at the time, and I was in. This is called the YDC, the Youth Detention Center, and I don't even know what I did that time. Like, who knows? God damn, dude! You were like, you were a bit in it, weren't you? I, I was deep in it. Yeah. And uh, my my cellmate, I guess they called them roommates or whatever, but it was a, it was a it was a cell. Um, so if if you if you attempt suicide, or or give them some indication that you are like s- severely mentally unwell, they will transfer you from like the high security youth detention center to the lower security uh, like mental health facility, like a couple towns over. So the con is. You fake a suicide, you get transferred to the hospital, and from the hospital, you basically just walk the fuck out. Oh, my God. So, this dude, man, this is so long ago. This is bringing back... These are kind of fun memories, oddly. Like, <laughs> So, my roommate's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking make a, a noose or whatever out of my, my shirt or whatever. I'm gonna hang it from the top of the door. And then I'm going to give you the signal and you're just going to start banging on the door screaming. He's killing himself. He's killing himself. Oh my God, somebody help. And then, and I was like, all right, let's give it a fucking go. It went exactly according to plan. Oh this motherfucker was transferred to the Milledgeville mental health facility. And then uh, rumor has it, like he just fucking walked out a couple days later. Wait, well, when he told you the plan, were you like, hey, what about me? Oh, How I mean, I, I do that. Well, I mean, I think I was, I, uh, I think... I, I never got sentenced to like hard time. I think the most I ever did was a month. So I wasn't about to like, you know, I know I'm getting out pretty soon. I, you know, he, he might've only been there for like six months too. He might've just made a terrible decision, but either way I was all in. Cause I was like, this is the most exciting thing I've ever been a part of. Wait, so you would stay as a minor in a cell for like a month. Uh, I mean, I mean after court. Yeah. Yeah. They send you, they send it to you like 60 days or something. Yeah. Like jail basically. Well, I actually went to boot camp. So you're at the you're at the the YDC until you get like transferred to the to the wherever you end up going. So I ended up going to boot camp, which is like fake military, where you like the first week is is called in doc, and they just they're, it's, they're, it's like the scared straight kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So you're you're marching all day and and doing exercises and wearing like fatigues. Yeah, it was fucking bananas. Steve, why in- are you making fucking Black Panther jokes on stage? What do you mean? I don't know. That was like a Marvel reference. I botched it. Point being, why are you what? making jokes about other shit when you have this fucking shit to talk about? You know, I hadn't even thought of that story in in probably like ten years. But th- this is, yeah, you're right. There's uh, there's got to be some material in there, right? Absolutely. Yes, that is ripe for material, and that's also just very personal and very uh, unexpected. Mm. I have never ever heard anything like that about your history before. Yeah, now I'm a law-abiding citizen. I'm just the taxpayer. And a I voter, know. Baby. Now you're a fucking narc. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not a narc. Definitely know, not I'm a narc. But kidding. yeah, I'm just kidding. I do. I do um, have a, like a lower tolerance now for uh, just being disorderly. 
you know, because I mean, a lot of the shit I got in trouble for back in the day was my fault, but it's also like, that's the system shouldn't handle situations like that in that way. Dude, especially fucking minors. Yeah. Like, but I mean, I was, I'm, I'm in boot camp with like legitimate criminals and shit, like 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 gang members and people that are like guilty of like drive-by shootings and armed robbery and shit. And I'm like, yo, I was like selling pot. <laughs> Is boot camp an option that court gives you, or that your your family has to pay for? No, no, no. This is this is the court. Yeah, it's it's their version of like it was a program they were doing instead of sending kids to prison or whatever they send them to boot camp and scare them straight and give them some discipline and i don't know how well it worked just that in itself is a very weird like why don't you send if you're going to send them somewhere why send them to therapy why or why not send them to therapy or was therapy an element of that it actually was i mean again this is 15 years ago but i know there was like a counseling thing like with some some skinny white dude with glasses that you make everybody have to go like sit in a circle and talk to him about their feelings. And <laughs> Why I, does he I, have I, to be skinny? <laughs> well, I, you tell me. He just was. <laughs> like, oh, my, my feelings. He looked my exactly like different. what you would expect him to look like. <laughs> what? He looked exactly like what you would expect him to look like. But yeah. I, I remember even at the time thinking like, this is really like 180 degrees from what we were doing 10 minutes ago. When the guy was yelling at me and spitting in my face and telling me to do push-ups, like how does? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just then you go to therapy and then the guy's just like, "Now he didn't mean that, everybody. Everyone's special in their own snowflake." Exactly. You don't listen to what's his name. Yeah, (laughs) it's like good cop, bad cop. Oh my god, The, the the drill instructors in there were nuts too. Like they would intentionally like. I don't know what they, they must have had like some kind of special formula that they would chew to make their breath like horrendously, violently bad. Like, like, like eating rotten meat or something. Cause you know, that, that's their whole thing. They're screaming an inch from your face ah, 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 and you can smell their breath. And it's like, it's not just like typical halitosis. It's like, you did this on purpose and I don't know how you did it. Ew. Yeah. Do they chew? Like tobacco? Yeah. Maybe. I don't remember. Probably. And that'd be some fucked up shit if they intentionally gave themselves bad breath. <laughs> oh, I'm sh- I'm sure that that's what they're doing. It was so bad. Yeah, it was so bad it had to have been intentional. Damn, it was, dude. It was also like, you can smell it too, brah. Like, even when you're not yelling at me, you still got to deal with it. What do you... I don't know. God, I bet those drill sergeants are just the worst. They're like the equivalent of a mall cop. Um... Unless they just care about helping kids by yelling at them and calling them pussies. Well, I think most of these guys were like either military or law enforcement. So they weren't like mall cops. They were like guys that had been through boot camp themselves, I would guess. I don't know. But it, I don't think it was a very good program. But then again, like I'm not a criminal now. So huh, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's because of that? Maybe, because I know I, once I got to about 17 or 18, I was like, oh, shit, this shit's going to be on my permanent record if I keep fucking up. And I do not. Because, I mean, you go to jail enough, you start seeing the same people in there. Like, a lot of times it's like people that never got out. People that are just in there for like a serious crime and shit. And, like, you know, you get arrested, you're in there for a week, you come back a year and a half later, that same guy's still in there. And I started thinking, I was like, I don't want this to be my life, man. You know? So yeah. maybe. Maybe it scared me straight, or maybe I just would have naturally matured. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, do you think it's fair to say that you had resources available to you that made that more of a choice? Uh, You mean in terms of the sentencing? Or what do you mean? Of just not not dealing drugs. Oh, yeah. Like- oh, for sure. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, when I get out of jail, I'm, I'm going back to a, a middle class f- family in, in, in the cul-de-sac. You know what I mean? And there's yeah. plenty of dysfunction in those cul-de-sacs, to be sure. But still, like, the neighborhood itself, you're, it's not that easy to just... Because, you know, I was in there with, with, with dudes from, like, the hood, you know? And, like, what are they going to do when they get out? They can try to be good, but, like, everybody in their neighborhood and all their friends are, like, in gangs and selling drugs. And that's, like, that's like all there is to do. Like, how, how long can you not fall back into that? Like, I, I can avoid it. I can intentionally avoid it just not go to bad neighborhoods but like if you're in the bad neighborhood how, how do you avoid it 
You know? Were a lot of your friends that were in gangs white also? No, was, well, there was there were some white gang members, I guess, but like nobody really took those guys very seriously. Right. You know what I mean? They were cosplaying, but then again, they are in jail now, so I guess they were they were legit. But legit. <laughs> yeah, I remember there was this one crew of, of there's these three white guys, and they were such douchebags, and they were in there they were in there for the dumbest they were in there for years too. Like they were in there for like legitimate like fel- felonious like armed assault. Like, not stupid bullshit like I was fucking around with, you know? And they were in there because they fucking robbed the pizza man at gunpoint. Wow. Like, ordered a pizza, guy shows up to the address, and they rob him at gunpoint. It's like, huh, how are they ever going to catch you? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, of course, they got caught the same day, and now they're probably still in prison. It's like, you fucking idiots. Also, how much money is a pizza guy carrying on his person when he actually, like, walks up to your door? Exactly. Like, I mean... (laughs) Like our armed robberies, armed robbery. We know exactly. you have <laughs> extra dipping sauce, motherfucker. <laughs> it's oh so, it's so dumb. Like, cause armed robbery is armed robbery. It's not like it's not like it's judged on how good the caper was. So if you're gonna get charged with a felony, you might as well rob a fucking bank or a jewelry store or something. What are you robbing the pizza guy for? You know. So yeah, someone in my family who will remain nameless had a. Of uh, a troubled few years, and he robbed a liquor store mm. because he wanted alcohol, but it was a felony. Oh, and... he robbed them for the actual product. Yeah, not even the not even the cash register. No, I'm pretty sure he just wanted. Well, um, maybe he did get some cash too, and and then yeah, took took some uh yeah took some liquor. And it's like probably not a great return on investment. No. <laughs> as far yeah. as robberies go. Yeah. But So this yeah. has kind of turned into stories from the inside on the I Disagree podcast. I dig it. From a very white perspective, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do think it's very like police brutality is something that just across the board affects black and indigenous people of color like so 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 much more however that's probably true yeah however that's not to say it doesn't happen to everybody in the institution of police like i think one of their they're inherently racist i do believe that um feel free to disagree with me at any point here. I'm, I'm gonna let you explain yourself a little bit more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um I th- I think I guess what I'm saying probably isn't something that's very disagreeable. I think it's well, pretty easy for everyone to get on board. But basically just like police brutality, you know, it's it's of the utmost important importance for the number one thing that we're talking about when we're talking about police brutality is the effect that it has on BIPOC communities. So that's like obviously front and center has to be front and center. Black liberation needs to happen. Like our whole country obviously, you know, was founded on slavery and supported by slavery economically mm-hmm. for so long. It's just so, so, so long overdue for us to address that appropriately. We just have not done that. With that being said, people that are white do also get caught up in that system that treats uh, really everybody like shit to some degree. And Mm -hmm. it it treats black people way worse. But like just hearing you talk even about the people that are in and out and in and out and in and out, it does that to anybody. It can get its hands on the system Mm -hmm. of the police and the courts. Mm -hmm. It's like, it is fucking gnarly how once you get caught up in it, it is very very hard to get out yeah um yeah i basically agree i mean a lot of it is a lot of it's just like when, once you have something on your record it's kind of like well well now what do you do 
you know, right. which wasn't really the case for me because this is all when I was a minor and none of that shit goes on your record anyway. And even if it did, like, what kind of job am I applying for at 17? Like, is Arby's going to do a background check? You know, like, that's not really an issue. But like, especially when you get older, like you fuck up once and you got a felony on your record. Like, whew, it's pr- pretty tough to pretty tough to go on the straight and narrow after that, you know? Yeah, totally. Well, Shall we move on to the warm-ups? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're doing a little bit out of order this week, guys. We uh, we had uh, we ha- you guys, if you remember Armando Torres from a previous episode, we actually had him back this week, but we had again technical difficulties with our uh, with our software. So me and Jordan are gonna have to do this one by ourselves. Hopefully, we'll be able to get uh, Armando back in in person pretty soon when the studio opens back up. Uh, but for today, we're just kind of winging it, me and Jordan. Uh, we do have some warm up topics. We do have some hate mail. Uh, we kind of burned a lot of time at the front end, but hopefully those those stories are entertaining for you guys. Um, where, yeah. where, where, where do you want to start? You want to start with some hate mail? Yeah, actually, I totally forgot uh, that we were going to do that first. Let's let's yeah, let's let's do uh, let's do some hate mail. So we actually don't have any hate mail this week, but we do have a <laughs> we we do have a follow up from one of the previous week's haters. Um, so if you remember, <laughs> if you remember last episode where I was talking about um, completely emasculating myself when I came in contact with the Hawaiian sugarcane spider, mm-hmm. uh, our our uh, our good friend Claire commented, "Ha ha 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 ha!" I broke up with a guy who I went to Hawaii with for being such a pussy about seeing a cane spider. Ha 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 ha. They are sexy. They hang out with their legs crossed. They do run at you though, which is very funny to watch when it happens to someone who is scared of spiders. Man, this podcast rocks. So so first of all, thank you for listening, Claire. And what what I really enjoy about that comment is she's complimenting the podcast while simultaneously doubling down on the fact that I'm an undateable pussy. Yes. And, I, I appreciate that artistry as well. <laughs> very, very well juggled, those two goals. <laughs> yeah. And I will say, Claire, uh, I can't really dispute your assessment there because my girlfriend has not looked at me the same way since that incident. So. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for uh, thank you for your suggestion or for your uh, for your comment. And if you've got any more hate, send it in, guys. We're, we're trying to do uh, we're trying to do hater mail. So, yes. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, totally. I mean, really, in like, you can respond, listeners, respond to anything that you hear us say in the podcast. If it's like an opinion that you think is all fucked up or uh, you just want to jump in on a conversation, tweet at us at the I disagree pod. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you can tell us, tell us what your thoughts are. And we're going to put it all under the umbrella segment that is hate mail. So. And I think Sorry, our no. our general guideline for that is either either make your uh, your disagreement respectful or funny. <laughs> it doesn't yes. have to be both. Yeah, for some, yeah. So if you want to throw some hot flames at me, like just make sure that shit's funny, and I, I will read it. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. If someone literally is just a complete monstrous asshole <laughs> and just shits on you super hard, we probably won't read that on the air. Just read. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Read it and then- Oh, that was kind of a bummer. <laughs> All right, next segment, everyone. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, g- going back to to Claire because the this the next segment is our warm up topics, and if you are uh, at the five dollar tier or above on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash I disagree podcast, then you can actually contribute warm up topics. And the the hater Claire from the previous segment. <laughs> also uh, poses this question to us for our warm-up topic. Opinion on shaved pussy. All the way, some, or don't care. I can't decide. What was the first option? Uh, All the way. So I guess bald. All the way, bald. First off, I hate using the word bald to describe a vagina. (laughs) It is is just, it is all kinds of wrong, I think. What, what, What would you, what term would you use to describe that? shaved like a baby's bottom okay okay and now you're now you're introducing children into vaginal play which (laughs) i'm uncomfortable with but (laughs) 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 yeah i don't know you don't think the bald thing is a little bit unnerving because then i imagine then i imagine the possibility that my vagina could just start losing its own hair which even though that would actually kind of be chill 
would feel like something that is terribly wrong. Yeah, what if your what if your what if your puss got like the Homer Simpson like like receding hairline around the edge and, and bald in the middle? That would be yes, totally. <laughs> or like the 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 Trump where it's like bald in the middle and the sides got some and then the wind blows and, like, and it reveals. <laughs> you just have to like cross over each other and hope it covers enough surface area to pass as a fully right. bushed vag. <laughs> what what I really like about this question f- from Claire though is at the end she says I can't decide. So she's not just posing this like hypothetically. This she's a- literally asking for vaginal manicuring advice. So I think I think we should do her straight and give us uh, give her the the honest skinny. So All right. I've never heard any of those phrases. Do her straight and the honest skinny. <laughs> I feel like I made it all up, but it kind of works, right? <laughs> Perfect. Well, it sounds like it should mean something somewhere. So w- without revealing too much about your personal um, grooming habits, what is... Well, I, I guess oh, we could ask you... I will you tell that. you everything. Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. What were you going to say? <laughs> well, I was going to... I don't know if... You've revealed this on the air, but you you are also into the ladies, so I guess you could you could comment from that perspective as well. Yeah, I mean, I personally usually don't shave unless I know I'm going to hook up with someone because it's. You know what's funny is I didn't even need to ask; I already knew that. (laughs) (laughs) There, you don't even shave. You revealed you don't even like shaving your legs. There's no way that like. Oh yeah, no way. It's so (laughs) much more comfortable to not shave, especially when you shave a vagina. And ass. <clears throat> I mean, if you just want to do the whole thing, like if yeah. you're going to. Well, if you're going to do it, commit, you know. Right. Like... <laughs> right. Like the whole thing you expect to just be a luge mm-hmm. of sorts. But, um, <laughs> so the... but, but, but yeah, I think so. Like definitely for experiences, I think bald to use that horrifying terminology is the way I personally enjoy like sexual experiences, but just living my life. I fucking never want to maintain that uh-huh. region at all because it also hurts when the hair grows back, like where uh-huh. women, like if they shave really anywhere, uh-huh. it's very, very, very painful and uncomfortable. And you would know that too. Do you shave uh-huh. your balls? Uh, I have. Yes. yes. <laughs> I've actually gotten complaints on it interesting uh, you can't win yeah you can't win what'd they say uh i don't know it's like yeah that's not right they're not supposed to be they're not supposed what? to be shiny who says that this is the this whole culture of commenting on other people's pubic hair also needs to stop well to be fair i'm sure at the time i was like hey what do you think <laughs> <laughs> what do you think with the big reveal the feedback? all right well then you were asking for it i guess <laughs> so that your your so your personal preference for yourself if you were gonna get some action would be bald on yeah. yourself. And then also and then if I was like with another woman, I would also probably more enjoy bald also. Mm. Mm. But strictly just because I mean the women all the women that I've hooked up with have been shaven completely shaven so mavens ma- shaven so maybe that's why it seems like that is the preference but i don't know really i don't care and i'm all for everybody just like living their fucking life first and foremost and mm. i would never i would never tell someone they should shave their balls or vagina or butt or any of it we're we're animals you see well I- animals shouldn't dictate to other animals how they keep their fucking rags well i don't think that's the advice that claire's looking for so i'm gonna shoot i'm gonna shoot the skinny with you now claire keep (laughs) keep it nice just just keep it nice you know that that's my thing i don't have a preference on the hairdo specifically as long as it's as long as it's maintained yeah (laughs) you know like if you're if you're gonna go bald you gotta maintain it bald. I don't want. I don't want no goddamn five o'clock shadow down there. In that I bullshit. don't want no. Yeah, I don't want none of that bullshit. If if you're gonna do it, do it and maintain it. 
You know, if you're if you don't want to maintain that every day, then don't choose that hairdo. Is what I'm saying. Choose the landing strip or something more palatable. You can even go bush. You can go bush. Just get some scissors out. Make it even. You know, make it nice. Make it like you're a human being and not an animal. You know. I disagree. Steve should have an opinion on any of this at all, mainly because of him referencing it as a hairdo. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, that's what it is, though. It's a hairdo. <laughs> I feel like anytime you're having an experience with someone, the last thing you're thinking is like, oh, I don't know, that's a bit too uh, prickly for me. No one ever is thinking that, or maybe they are. That's not are- true. That's not true because the, the 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 same uh, I guess the same rules apply to to men's faces. Um, because yeah. apparently there it's very uh uncomfortable in the nether regions of uh of a lady woman if uh you got the old you got the old stubble going yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. you either need to have that shit clean shaven so it's smooth or grown out like a beard so it's soft but if you're in that right. in-between stage that, that's, right, right, right. I've, I've gotten a lot of complaints definitely have you ever well you wouldn't i guess you wouldn't know this just uh, about your square life <laughs> what, what do you got for this but have you ever making out with someone that's got like stubble is honestly painful even just making out yeah that's the example i should have used i don't know why i took it to because that yeah that's no that's okay that's all right claire <laughs> no, opened up the gates she opened up the pussy gates <laughs> thank We're you claire about it. so your your advice to claire is do whatever the hell whatever you want the fuck it, you want and shut up steve that's okay. my advice and my advice, Claire, keep that shit nice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, I, I just feel like, really quick, go ahead. having sex with someone, you, you put yourself in such a vulnerable position that way, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you, when you both enter into this social contract of vulnerability, mm-hmm. it, should, it should be mandated throughout the contract that you're nice and easy on each other because you're trusting each other a lot you know oh yeah i'm not saying that like i've ever been in the situation it's like what we were talking about with the shaven leg thing it's like has a guy ever been like gotten him home and he found out your legs weren't shaved when you took your pants off and been like all right i'm out of here like nobody really cares yeah but you know in the back of his mind he's like oh it'd be nice if you shaved first but whatever i guess so <laughs> i think I it's the same know. i think it's i think the logic works the same way with pusses yeah <laughs> nah. i don't know next <laughs> All right. let's move on to the next one thanks claire thanks claire um we got another one from a regular contributor uh eric mickelson oh and by the way a little bit of patreon uh cleanup i mentioned uh all the different tiers david in brooklyn and amber rose we still owe you guys a t-shirt uh we haven't forgot about you thank you um so yeah, moving on to Eric's question. What TV show did you enjoy that jumped the shark? What does that mean? It jumped the, okay, so that's a reference to uh what was what was the name of that show back in the days that had the Fonz in it and Richie Cunningham and all? Ooh, Happy Days? Happy Days, yeah. So Happy Days, there was an episode toward the later seasons where they like took a family vacation to Hawaii, and there's a scene where the Fonz Arthur Fonzarello is jet skiing and has to like avoid a shark or something. And he jet skis like and does some acrobatic shit to avoid a shark attack. And it's, it's so ridiculous. And that, that they say that that is when that, uh, that television show jumped the shark because it just got so ridiculous and so absurd and so far removed from the original things that made the show great. So now jumping the shark can mean another, another example that is also, uh, uh, I think it's called Hiding in the Fridge, which is a reference to uh, Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Scroll or whatever, where he uh, he hides in a refrigerator to avoid a nuclear bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that that's you you could call that jumping the shark, or you could you could update it and call it uh, Hiding in the Fridge. So, like a point in time at which the tone of a TV show was so incredibly off-brand, it just ruined the show forever, basically. Yeah. Yeah. A no turning back point. I love that. Thank you for explaining that. Mm-hmm. That was very yeah, helpful. You, you probably heard that before and not really knew what it was, right? Jump jump the shark. No, I don't think I've ever heard that. Mm. Or at least nothing that's in my brain right now that I remember. But okay. So we should probably pick a show that we both know so we can okay, let's see. 
I don't know if Michael Scott leaving the office counts as jumping the shark. I was going to say the office. Yeah. yeah definitely like, like the, the the quality went down, but I don't know if that's. Right. I still feel like the writing on that show is so incredible, even until the very, very end that uh, I couldn't even like. Well, uh, you don't I think mean, so? I mean, they worked with what they had, but like, well, they, they completely like the, the, the character assassination that they did to my boy, Andrew Bernard is just unconscionable. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't get over how they just destroyed. The, they, they, you know, they were building this guy up like, Oh, he starts, he's a goofball and kind of an idiot with anger management issues. And it turns out oh, he's actually a nice, sweet guy. And he, he's, he's got, he's in love with the receptionist. Then for some reason they send him on vacation for a year. He comes back and he's an asshole. Like, yeah. What? Okay. All right. So you know what? Fuck you. The office jumped the shark. There, I said it. <laughs> also, also, Dexter. Dexter was trash after season four. Uh, I've never seen Dexter. And True Blood. I, I after. Have to... <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I have to disagree with you on The Office, just because I feel like, uh, I feel like, yeah, their their character arcs. Andy did probably get thrown around the most just in terms of character writing in that show. Well, they spent so much time like like building his character up and then all of a sudden they like just did a 180. Oh, now he's an asshole to Aaron and he ignores her and he didn't answer it. Why do I know so much about this? <laughs> because it's the greatest show. <laughs> it, really, it really was a great show. It's such a good fucking show. Yeah. How many times do you think you've watched it? All the way through, probably four or five times. Yeah. Oh, what's your favorite episode? Oh God, I mean dinner party. That one's good. It's like so all- fucking funny, dude. He splurges on the plasma screen TV, and it's like this big. Oh my god! Everything about like those first like five or six seasons. My favorite episode is uh, Office Olympics. You remember that one in season yes. two? Or, or the, oh, the, 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 we're playing Flockerton from the Icelandic delegation. <laughs> <laughs> Was that when they made the medals with the yo play? Uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Goddamn, I could talk about the Office all fucking day. Okay, what's what's another show that that shit the bed? Okay, let's see. Um. I'll tell you what did Oh, actually, I oh, know ahead. this. All right. Sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go you ahead. got one. I do. No, you go. Okay. You and you're <laughs> not going to know it. All right. Girls on HBO. Oh, I, my favorite scene was the one where the dude Who uh, it? I've seen a couple episodes cuz I know there was there was the scene with the with the dude busted a nut on the, the girl's tits and I was like, a cum shot on HBO? Oh and then there was another scene where Adam Driver had some girl bent over a sink and was straight eating that booty. Yes. That is where I developed my insane infatuation with Adam Driver. Was oh, because you found out he eats the booty. Oh my god. He's so fucking gah! Anyways, but that show. Judd Apatow produced... Lena Dunham wrote it. I thought it was like such an amazing, incredible show for so many seasons. And then in like season five and six, the writing just went, just started going like downhill. And it was, I guess, like the tension that they had built between characters were, was, was like so perfectly executed for the first few seasons. And then when certain characters kind of started branching out and getting over their character arcs, I just felt like they kind of had a hard time sustaining those perfect dynamics between all the characters as they were sort of moving around on this grid that is their life but it really shit the bed at the end in the last season spoiler alert where lena dunham gets pregnant and then she's like she makes the choice to keep the kid and that that 100 percent is my example of of what is it dodging the struck jumping the shark jumping the shark jumping the shark because it was such an unbelievable thing for her character to do because i don't know if you remember but she's like she's such a narcissist that's like the whole point of this show really so that was what was funny to me when i I watched a couple episodes and i kind of enjoyed it i thought it was pretty funny even though you know she's not really like my type (laughs) but i remember thinking like watching it it was like is this supposed to be self-aware or does she not know yes I think the whole point of the show is that they're all just raging narcissists. And it's basically like an examination of what it looks like when you have, you know, a whole group of narcissists that are friends and some of them are like getting over their shit. Others kind of aren't. And I think it's supposed to be very real raw 
and unapologetically sort of self-centered i guess uh, uh yeah i picked up on that. yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. It, I was like does she know that but i guess she does and if that's the case it's pretty pretty good writing totally. but I will, I will say this you bringing that up and talking about how it, it shit the bed in the final season made me realize that we have made uh just an unforgivable unforgivable omission here oh wait wait yeah, yeah can you guess it i'll give you a clue <laughs> when you come to music, your eyes can do this <laughs> like just completely frozen, just frozen wide. <laughs> yeah, too bad there's not a visual component to this. So you yeah, guys can see what like a jackass I am. Channeling some prophetic music. <laughs> Thing and then, but then that's what's coming out of your mouth. But you watched that. You you watched every episode, right? You you were you no. were in. Oh, you weren't. Oh, never mind. No, but I've heard that everyone's unhappy with the last season. What they did, like I almost wish I never watched a single episode of the show. They ruined it so bad. God damn! It's the first like how many seasons were there? Like the first four seasons were amazing. And then like five and six, it's like, ooh, okay, it's still really cool. A lot of spectacle. Some of the some of the like character developments off. People are acting a little bit out of character. Some of the logic doesn't quite match up anymore, but whatever, it's still good. The final season is the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. I don't want to get into it because you haven't seen it, but like they set up the dragons to be like a weapon of mass destruction, basically. And they have all these amazing battles to show you. Oh my God. If you got a couple dragons on your side, it's fucking over. You might as well have a nuke. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden they do this. Oh, well actually, but you can actually kill a nuke with a bow and arrow. <laughs> like, or, a, or uh, well, not a bow and arrow, but a big ass crossbow. And it's like, well, you've taken the whole, you know, I don't want to, you know what? I have gone on and on about how angry I am about the, the, the game of Thrones final season and goddamn it, Eric Mickelson for putting that back in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) But Cobra Kai is a perfect show. Cobra Kai, the wire and breaking bad are the three greatest shows in television. I'll put a TBD next to Cobra Kai just because it's only two seasons in. So it still has the potential to jump the shark or shit the bed. But Mm -hmm. so far seasons one and two, Oh my God. If you haven't checked out Cobra Kai on YouTube, Red Guys, get out there. Check it out. You know, it's fun. It is uh, largely what Steve talks about. It has become a brand point at this point for him. <laughs> Cobra Kai. I feel like. Ah, oh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. God damn it. You want to bring up. Uh, uh... I got high hours ago. Oh, no. What is want... happening? Do you want to bring up uh, Cassie's warm up now? Yes. Yes. Our final warm up topic comes from a very kind of someone who was like a second mother to me growing up she's my best friend's mom and uh her name is cassie rice and she rocks and she's also a patron and so she suggested yes cassie's the best um she suggested a warm-up topic for us and it's it's fun because it's it's something that steve and i have experienced with previously so it's a really Mm. good topic but basically cassie's warm-up question is her daughter taylor my best friend she has this thing where she gets like really 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 annoyed by unnecessary repetitive noises and so they've labeled this phenomenon urn unnecessary repetitive noises taylor fucking cannot stand them it's always been like that when we were growing up if i was like like bouncing my leg or something you know because i have fucking add or she would just be like can you stop and like grab my knee and uh-huh. Because it was making a sound of the denim like going over each other. So so the question is, URNs, are they infuriating or are they annoying but like not that bad? Kind of just like let it roll off. Oh, well, I, I, I think, I mean, if this is what we talked about offline, is that the same thing as the mesothelioma? I thing think specifically, I guess this is more so about. Wait, well, first of all, noises. what's the real word? Like, oh, misophonia. I just totally let that just go by. Um, misophonia. Okay. Yeah, is what I've heard. Is that the same thing as, as URN? I think so. The only distinction being URN is specifically repetitive noises, like tapping or something on, on uh, can you hear that? Yeah. 
There you go. In case any of you uh, weren't familiar with what a repetitive noise sounded like. <laughs> now, now, now you know. What if I just do this for the entire podcast? You know, I, it's a, you know it's a perfect example of URN, actually, that yeah. comes from the, the Rice family, from Cassie specifically, that she'll remember. I remember we were a kid, and do you remember that song that goes... What is that? So Cassie, Cassie once was like, "What is this song? This is the most annoying song." And then she just was like, "I just imagined someone like poking you the whole time, like." And that is the whole thing. So you you don't have URN, but you do have meso. Pythagorean theorem, right? Yes, precisely. I think the repetitious nature of some of those sounds doesn't bother me nearly as much as the sound of like what we were talking about, someone chewing disgusting. I hate it. Like I don't know if I have URN, but I've definitely got the other one. Like they're like if I hear like somebody chewing too loud or like it, it, it's it's so enraging, like I have violent thoughts and I have to I have to actually like take a minute and realize I'm being irrational. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I remember, I remember being like in college, there was this like room in the campus center that had like couches and stuff in there. You could like take a nap between classes. And I remember I was laying on there taking a nap one time and there was this guy like clipping his nails, which first of all, that's nasty. Go to the bathroom, like doing personal hygiene in the goddamn lounge. But just the sound of that, 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 that clipping, that snap noise. Like every time he did a nail, I was like, I remember getting up and be like, how many motherfucking fingers you got, dude? <laughs> You've been clipping your fucking reaction. And in reality, it was probably two minutes. But in my mind, it was like hours of just hearing that clipping noise. And I, I, I wanted to slit his throat. Like, so, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you, Cassie. I'm on the same sheet of music. Well, I think I don't. I think Cassie is actually kind of OK with it. I think it's more so Taylor. Taylor uh, is the one. Yeah. Taylor really, like, really, really hates it. I think. I'm with you on the misophonia stuff. I've actually talked to my therapist about it because I, I've struggled so much with like, like I've done things that I regret because of. Tell us misophonia. one. <laughs> Tell us a story. We're sharing today. This is the sharing podcast. This is a sharing podcast. I hope everybody can forgive our apparent lack of structure this episode. <laughs> There's just too many good stories. Yeah. But I, I, well, so my little sister, she was like, chewing at the table when she was like a baby basically and i mean she was very very young and i like reached across the table because i just couldn't take it anymore and i just like grabbed her jaw and i was like baby Stop. assault yeah no she was like a toddler probably <laughs> oh toddler assault never mind okay. yeah toddler assault it's a lot different they've seen more at that point <laughs> they can take it <laughs> but like no, I forget how old she was exactly. She actually might have been more like seven. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, it was completely unacceptable behavior. And I've like, like wait, how old? Like, she was se- she was seven. How old were you? Oh, I was like fourteen. Way too old. <laughs> way, way too, too old, old to assault a toddler. Yes, way too old. Way too old, dude. And I, I'm I'm truly embarrassed by it because it's embarrassing. Like I. It's like when a parent loses control and smacks their kid. That's like essentially mm-hmm. what I did. I like forcefully like grabbed her face and was like, "Stop!" Did, did she cry? Um. Yeah. How did she react? I mean, she was very sad and disappointed and scared because <laughs> it was scary. Well, she I, like lost control. I mean, she had good reason to be scared. She was assaulted by a teenager. <laughs> Yes, it's really, really, really bad. And that was the worst that I ever got with Jackie. But like, and then Taylor once, actually. Taylor, oh, Taylor, Taylor Rice? Yes, Taylor Rice. Yeah. Taylor, I'm sure she'll remember this story differently. Taylor, if you're listening, feel free to write into the hate mail section to correct me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, let's but, get some hate mail for Jordan. Yeah, yeah. But there was this one time when Taylor got a cookie. Oh, I'm sorry. I got a cookie. Taylor didn't get a cookie. I was like, are you sure you don't want a cookie, Taylor? You always just wind up wanting a cookie. Why don't you just get your own cookie and we won't have the problem of you taking some of my cookie later. Very Larry David moment, okay? Uh, we're, we're maybe like 10 years old or something. Uh, and so we get the, I get the cookie. She's like, no, I don't want a cookie. 
We go outside. We're sitting down outside of the mall. I'm eating my cookie. Taylor reaches over, grabs a fat ass chunk out of my cookie, puts it in her mouth, and then starts chewing it. And it's so in the whole thing is so enraging to me with like the chewy sounds and the fact that she like took my cookie after I told her to get her own fucking cookie. Clearly, we had other tensions boiling. And so then I smacked her across the face. I'm noticing a, a trend here, Jordan. Yes. <laughs> you, you, you like to smack seven-year-olds. Yeah, well, <laughs> at least this time I was the same age as her. <laughs> but I, but I smacked her. I smacked her so hard in the face that her nose started bleeding for like. Shut up, really? Yeah, for like a long, long, long time. Like I hit her very, very hard, and it was like very scary because then also now Taylor just has this thing looming over our friendship where she can do no wrong because anytime I criticize her for like the next seven years it was like well at least i would never hit you in the face <laughs> well she did steal a cookie yeah how are you gonna whole... steal a cookie taylor and i mean fucking actions have consequences <laughs> yes thank what you I, Steve. what i like about it is you both have the same like i guess she's she's got the urn and you've got the the miso mealy mouth and yeah. <laughs> so what you so she stole your cookie and now she's chewing it, which is enraging at your condition. But right. what you could have done is taken a bite of a cookie and started chewing it repetitively and enraged her condition. So then it could have just been a chew off. That's a great tactic. I mean, it's I too think, late now. But. I think that's the most mature approach <laughs> that I should adopt as a 27 year old is to <laughs> put the food in my mouth and chew obnoxiously in front of their face. Someone who is un unbeknowing of what the hell is even happening in my brain. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, it is. But when you're talking about getting like violent, those those are like it's truly like an anger it's like my whole body just completely flushes with like it's, it's completely irrational right it's so irrational i, I know exactly what you're talking it's about it's truly scary like how much it, it it makes you uh upset and you can't rationalize it in your brain you can't be like it's just a noise it's just you know whatever again the taylor thing i think it was probably more about stealing my cookie and i was just being a <laughs> but also, <laughs> but also that but no this shit's real it's real i remember i i had I, used, I had to tell my ex like seriously like you can't eat sunflower seeds around me like i know it's my fault it's my problem i'm being irrational but it just is what it is you can't eat sunflower seeds around me because your mouth is so like disgusting well, well i was gonna say uh what is it what what's the word if something has a lot of space to create echo Ooh, cavernous cavernous yes her mouth is so cavernous that it's just like she'd crack a, a fucking sunflower seed with her mouth and it would just echo through my head and i'd be like okay you got this is my fault i understand i'm being irrational here but you just you can't do that around me or i yes. might end up in jail yes isn't it gnarly <laughs> yeah, do you also it. feel though when you first start dating somebody your threshold for like the sounds is way higher. Like oh, if yeah. I'm first dating someone and I think they're hot or whatever, they could do whatever and I wouldn't care. And then mm -hmm. that's that gets me into trouble though because next thing I know, I'm dating someone that has no fucking mouth manners. Uh, yeah, and I got then, pretty lucky because Alex doesn't make any weird noises. How hard is it to not make weird noises? That's what I don't that, get. That's the thing. What the fuck are the rest of y'all doing wrong? Maybe, maybe it's not us. Maybe we're right. And you motherfuckers just need to learn some manners. <laughs> I will say this, though. <laughs> I'm a complete stoner. I have cotton mouth, like, constantly. And uh -huh. the, the noises people have to hear from me, from, like, <laughs> is probably really, really, really bad. And I ha that's just something I have to acknowledge. Yeah, that I get critical. <laughs> That's why I can't listen to NPR. It, like, just oh, Mary Louise Kelly, dude. All of them. Anybody on NPR, like that. What? And these are professional broadcasters, and yeah. they still don't know how to not like smack their lips and not sip their water all out. Yes, like I don't. I understand. literally thought about writing an email to NPR, being like, "Hey." There are people out there who like I literally can't listen to Mary Louise Kelly's reporting because it it make it enrages me that that mm -hmm. thing happens. Yeah. yeah. And then it's <laughs> I was like, you can't send this email, you fucking psychopath. That is the least sympathetic email you could possibly write to someone. Well, CC me on it because I, I have some some comments as well. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, and then especially for me to turn around and make the same noises into a microphone. <laughs> just, it just makes the whole thing even more infuriating. There's That's actually I hate more than fucking true self-awareness. That's my real pet peeve. That's actually a great question. I wonder if any of our listeners have any complaints about our mouth noises. I'm sure. Yeah. I just swallowed and probably made a weird thing just then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. That is the funny thing, too. Everyone in my family now also has the thing. So, like, Jackie, my sister that I've freaking face assaulted, she, <laughs> <laughs> she's also like that now. Where, like, she can't stand those sounds either. She'll just, like, you know, sigh or look at you in disgust and then, like, get up and walk out of the room. But... I wonder if this is, like, one of those, like, like you know, if you're a child of abuse, then you end up abusing your children. <laughs> Yeah, I've created like, a pass, yeah, exactly. in a similar way that uh, the pedophile is born. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also my dad has the same thing too. Like I remember one time he was driving me to school and I was eating a donut and we're like not talking. And then he just like looks over and he's like, God, could you just not? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It's so funny because <laughs> I'm on his side and I shouldn't be, but I totally get it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think about a donut. It's a fucking, it's basically if a banana was a bread, you know, it, which is a thing that exists. Yeah. <laughs> I think bananas are the worst sounding food ever. Ever. Sounding? Sounding. When you chew it. Uh. If, if someone chews their, a banana with their mouth open, this is a whole subculture of rage that we're uh-huh. tapping into that I don't really know if is. anybody else is sympathizing with. I really but I mean, it, there's got to be more like us out there. Like, what are the odds that like me and you are both enraged by these things and happen to start a podcast? There has to be other people out there that are that are just as enraged by annoying fucking mouth noises. And yeah. like, and and there's a whole there's a whole another like culture people, and I guess you could call these people our arch nemesis nemesi. These are the fucking people. <laughs> We were talking about this earlier. What what do you call the people that are on the opposite end of that that actually enjoy oh, those the noises? Ones that like like the ASMR videos and stuff. Those assholes. <laughs> I like, know. I, I'm tired of hearing about like right and left and liberal and conservative. No, it's it's fucking it's it's mouth chewers versus fucking what are they called? Answars. Anwar. Answars. A ASMR. I don't know what it stands for, but it's like the name of the video for asshole sucking mouth, (laughs) fucking (laughs) ratchet. Oh god, it's so true. It's so so bad. It's and then you know what? You know the thing with the ASMR video is it's like you people are getting these videos because it's all fucking fun and games for you, and it makes you feel better. Meanwhile, you're releasing this auditory warfare onto a population of people like Steve and I that literally hurt people. Yeah. You don't know. You're releasing. You're releasing I consider them terrorists from like a Marvel movie that gets activated <laughs> through fucking sound waves. That's exactly. That's there's gonna be all these people now that are gonna see these ASMR, especially with the YouTube suggestion shit. If that fucking if fucking ASMR video comes, oh, throw my, my laptop out the window. Oh my god. Yeah, fucking. That, that's probably my last relationship didn't work out because I don't like mouth noises, and my my ex was a ASN, an a- <laughs> ASMR. ASMR yeah, I was like, how are you, you gonna go to sleep listening to people cut hair? Ooh, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> but all jokes aside, there is like all this legitimate science now for why ASMR stuff helps people, which is really interesting. Well, I still don't trust them. Yeah. I ain't got no time or no space for no ASMRs. I tell you yeah. what. <laughs> well, you know what? We're 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 past an hour now. You just want to call this a silly episode? Yeah, this was just a silly episode. Yes, <laughs> it was silly story episode. I was trying to think of another word that starts with an S. <laughs> silly stories sounds. Silly, silly sound stories, stories about sounds. There we go. We did it. Triple S. Yeah, I think I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Uh, like I said, I know we we owe uh, David and Amber a T-shirt. Uh, I want to encourage everybody to you know send us your hate mail. Doesn't necessarily have notes. to be hate. 
We owe them thank you notes. We owe you thank you notes as well. Um, you can contribute to the Patreon at patreon.com slash I disagree podcast. There are different tiers. If you're at the $5 tier above, you can submit warm up topics. So it's, we just got done doing so you kind of have an idea what that is. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at the I disagree pod. Beautifully plugged. Thank you. Um, as the resident capitalist on this podcast, I think I should. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yes. Um, everybody, if you like this podcast, if you could do us a huge favor and either subscribe on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, or tell a friend about it. Hmm. If everyone told a friend. Yeah, we'll start a little, <laughs> start a little pyramid scheme. Like you tell a friend, and they tell three friends, yes. and they tell three friends. We'll send out pins and brooches. What do they give out in pyramid schemes? I'm trying to think of weird incentives. Pyramids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're in pyramid. Yeah. Um. But seriously, thank you for listening. And yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have we'll have a guest next week. Hopefully, and we'll try to get back to some more serious stuff. But uh, I thought this one was fun. Yeah. Let us know your feedback if you guys enjoyed this one being a little bit more uh, sillier and off the cuff. If you guys are into that, let us know. If you didn't yeah. like that, let us know that too. I have gotten some feedback of people saying that they wish like like the first half of our pods they say are like the funny parts, you know, because of the, mm-hmm. the warm-up stuff and the banter. Right. And then the second half wind up, winds up being more serious. And I think that's a completely fair assessment. And I've heard some people say that they wish it was a little bit more silly and mm-hmm. a little bit less serious. Hmm. 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 Well. What do you think, people? Well. Please let us know. Seriously. If you've never like written to us, but you listen, please write to us. We would love to hear from you so, so much. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Yeah. And, and tweet us there. That'd be great. At the I disagree pod. Cool. All right, everyone. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.